This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Hello and welcome to today's BT Techno podcast. I'm Brian Ashenden and I have the pleasure of leading the BT Technical Services team, a team of experts that are available to answer any technical advice, strategy related queries you may have. Now, whilst there is an old saying that bad news comes in threes, depending on your perspective, perhaps this time it's good news. Now, over the last three weeks, we have seen three developments that impact the world of financial advice and financial advising. First, on Thursday, the 21st of October, the Better Advice Bill, which transfers foreseers' responsibilities to Treasury and ASIC, was passed in the Federal Parliament, with the Royal Assent coming a week later. Second, in that following week, on Wednesday the 27th of October, the government introduced a new bill into Parliament, introducing many of the changes they had proposed to superannuation earlier this year as part of the 2021 federal budget. And finally, this week, we have seen FASIA commence a formal consultation process around possible changes to the wording of Standard 3 of the FASIA Code of Ethics. Now, without a doubt, things have picked up as we approach the end of the year. So in today's podcast, I want to spend a little bit of time looking at each of these three changes. So let's start with a passage of the Better Advice Bill. With this bill now having received royal assent, we now know with certainty that from the 1st of January 2022, FASIA as a standards body will cease to operate. And the standard setting functions will formally transfer to the Minister Responsible for the Corporations Act, which essentially means it passes to Treasury, and the FASIA exam administration and single disciplinary functions will be assumed by ASIC. What is important to note in relation to the standard setting functions moving to Treasury is that there is no immediate intent to change any of the standards, nor any stated intent to change them in the longer term. Although, of course, this is subject to any potential change on Standard 3 of the Code as a result of FASIA's announcements this week, and we'll come back to that a little bit later on in this podcast. But the important point here is that we aren't expecting to see any changes to the professional standards framework that has already been introduced by FASIA. We continue to have standards around CPD. We continue to have minimum education standards and a professional year for new advisors, and everyone still needs to complete the FASIA exam. On this point, though, about the FASIA exam, it does show that there is still more to come. Whilst the Better Advice Bill has been passed, we still await the finalisation of regulations, some of which have been released in draft, to give full effect to the intent of the Better Advice Bill. We haven't yet seen the regulations to give effect to the government's announced intent to provide a final extension through to September 2022 for existing advisors to have one more attempt to pass the FASIA exam, but of course only if they had at least two unsuccessful attempts by the end of 2021. The draft regulations we have seen largely cover the expanded role of the Financial Services and Credit Panel within ASIC as it assumes its single disciplinary function and intent. The draft regulations also cover the transition of advisors from the existing tax financial advisor regime with the Tax Practitioners Board and under the Tax Agent Services Act legislation to the new register of relevant providers to be administered by ASIC. But an important point to note from the draft regulations is that any advisors who only provide wholesale advice will not be covered as part of this transition and will need to maintain registration with the Tax Practitioners Board. 
Now, there may only be a minority of advisors who fall into this space, but it is important to be aware of. Now, in what might have been a surprising move, last week we saw the government introduce a new bill into Parliament to give effect to a number of its superannuation announcements from this year's federal budget. I say surprising in a sense that many felt those announcements would form part of the government's election policy and so would only be legislated by them if they were successfully re-elected. To see the bill to give effect to those announcements introduced now is a positive, as if passed, it gives advisors and clients more certainty on how superannuation will change from the 1st of July 2022. So in summary, the changes this bill looks to introduce from a superannuation perspective include, first, the removal of the $450 per month earnings threshold before an employee is entitled to receive superannuation guarantee payments. Uh, Secondly, the lowering of the qualification age for downsizer contributions from 65 to 60. An increase in the amount accessible under the First Home Super Saver Scheme from $30,000 to $50,000. The removal of the work test requirement for non-concessional contribution between ages 67 and 74. And the associated changes allowing the bring forward contribution opportunity to be used during this period as well. Now, this bill currently is still sitting in the House of Representatives, so there is still some way for it to go before it passes. But let's hope that it does pass before the next election is called and the current parliament is dissolved. And then finally this week, we saw FASIA commence a consultation process around possible changes to the wording of Standard 3 of the FASIA Code. Without doubt, this standard, which says that you must not advise, refer, or act in any other manner where you have a conflict of interest or duty, has created the most confusion and angst across the advice community. This is not so much about the intent or the principle of the standard, but about the words used and issues with strict compliance to the letter of the standard. FASIA, as part of the consultation process, has acknowledged that these concerns exist and has proposed three options for the standard, while still ensuring the underlying intent or principle remains unchanged. The options proposed are as follows. First, let's reword the standard to better reflect the intent, with the revised standard potentially saying, you must only advise, refer or act where you do not have a conflict of interest or duty, being that which could reasonably be expected to induce you to act other than in the client's best interest. Second option is to reword the standard to be more in line with the findings from the Royal Commission, with the wording proposed to be, you must not receive any benefit, whether monetary or non-monetary, nor enter into any relationship that could reasonably be expected to influence the advice you give or the service you provide to your client. And the third option is to retain the wording as it currently stands. The consultation is open until the 1st of December 2021, so if this is something you are passionate about, you have a couple of weeks to determine how you will respond. Now certainly there has been a lot of change over the last few weeks. And to keep up to date with the latest legislative and regulatory changes in the financial advice sector, why not join us for our fortnightly BT Academy Technical Webinars? Our next session is scheduled for Wednesday the 17th of November 2021 when Matt Manning, one of our BT technical consultants, will be presenting and asking the question of whether carry-forward concessional contributions are the most versatile superannuation contribution strategy. 
This session will focus on eligibility requirements to utilise carry-forward concessional contributions, demonstrate how to quantify the potential benefits of the strategy and traps to avoid, and through the use of case studies, identify which types of clients are most likely to benefit from this strategy. To register for this webinar, head to www.bt.com.au forward slash professional and follow the links to the BT Academy webinar series. You can also view previous webinars and all sessions qualify for CPD points. And as always, remember, if you have any technical advice, strategy questions, you can call our BT Technical Services team on 1800 655 901 or send the team an email at technical at btfinancialgroup.com. Until next time, bye for now. BT Tech knows, and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations or needs.